The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. We're going to be learning uh, how to take care of our lawns and gardens. This is a good time of the year to be doing things around the yard. And we have with us this morning from the Master Gardeners Program, Jennifer Salter and Linda Stevens, both here today. Hi. Good morning. Good to have you with us today. We we are so happy to be here since we so love to talk about gardening, as everybody (laughs) knows. And you brought up something that I think is, is really fun. Uh, a lot of people hear about the master gardeners and they think, I would like to uh, learn how to be a master gardener. It's not too far from now that you need to put in an application. That's right. The applications usually open in October. They close in December. And then we, um, we go through the applications. We interview you. And classes start at the end of January. Mm-hmm. But if you love gardening and you love volunteering and helping to educate people and demonstrate good uh, gardening practices to them, then we're the group for you. Plus, we're nice people. (laughs) You have fun, too. (laughs) We do have a lot of fun. In addition, you're working with other people who love gardening, and I think we learn more from each other than we did from the official class. And you have some classes also that you go to. We do, and I'm so glad you brought that up. We've got one tomorrow morning. Oh, cool. And that's at the Lineball Library. It's at 9 o'clock. And this one, it has to do with, what does it have to do with? Fall gardening. Ah, and, okay. and beca- because we're as w- getting warmer, as mm-hmm. warm as we are and getting warmer, it's possible to have two crops. Two, two more crops. Two, two crops oh, for, for the year. So the one, the, the, the summer crop that we all know about is just about done. But that land can be used again, or that garden plot can be used again to grow cool weather crops. So you At, probably have not planted that yet. No, but because our tomatoes are still going strong, if the darn squirrels would leave them alone. But that's a whole <laughs> other story. I'm going to give you back a day because today's Thursday. Today is Thursday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you no, got it, another day. <laughs> excuse me. It's Saturday morning at Lineball Library oh, okay. at so 10 o'clock in the morning upstairs Saturday. in the conference room. Okay. I apologize for that. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, too, because I always get confused on when do you start reseeding your lawn if you want it. If your yard is a mess. And mine usually is. Uh, it's, it doesn't look like a golf course, even with your extreme imagination. Uh, yours, you're shaking your head. Yours is not a golf course? I dug my lawn up. I wanted a, it's, it's a waste of time. I mean, yes, I understand people have taken great pride in their, in their lawns, and they can be beautiful. But the amount of fertilizer and energy that goes into growing those funny little blades of grass and the number Mm -hmm. of people who mow it too low so it's not even healthy i dug mine up and it's it's a a flower garden now ah and more colorful more colorful and more fun and less work yeah beautiful (laughs) your friend your friend gardens or your whole garden is beautiful 
So, uh, what kind of flowers do you put in that would last? Will they last most of the season? My my plan is to have something in bloom all, all year round. And you can do that. Yes, and winter's a little sketchy, but with pansies and uh, snapdragons, and some shrubs, it works. Okay, and do some of those stay all season long, all year long? Um, most of what I've got are perennials. And the perennials have, a, they, they bloom for two months here, a month there, a month someplace else, and a few annuals. So the trick is to have first the bulbs, like, help me with this, <laughs> da <laughs> daffodils and the tulips, and then you move into the iris, mm -hmm. and then comes the lilies, and then comes the coneflowers and the black-eyed Susans, and now the chrysanthemums um, have started. Mine have started blooming. Yes, as warm it, as it is, they've mm -hmm. started. And and then there's others that aren't mm -hmm. that big and showy that are just there for fun. I, it I, sounds great. Uh, we have a text here from a listener who says they've recently moved to Murfreesboro. And they purchased a new home in a new subdivision, which has no trees, and the uh, grass is pretty much gone. It hadn't ever happened yet. Uh, what can they do? <laughs> Pray. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, we have uh, two sets of information tables running right now where mm -hmm. she can visit with Master Gardeners. Um, the... Tuesday, Friday, County Market at 315 John R. Rice Boulevard. Out under the pavilion, we have an information table from 9 to 11, I think. Um, so she can come out there and talk to Master Gardeners. She can tour the gardens that we have there. So she can see lots of specimens of plants that grow well here. And then the first and third Saturdays of the month till the downtown market closes, right there downtown on the square. So and either she can of those talk to us there too, markets. or she can visit the um, extension office at 315 John R. Rice Boulevard, and, and, and now they'll be able to talk with her. And Linda has thrown in the mm -hmm. uh, event over at Line Ball. Yes, yes, yes. and of course that's specific uh, to that particular topic. Right. But during the course of the year, we try really hard to touch on everything. We try to make it seasonal and try to make it so that we cover the important parts for people who aren't familiar with gardening here. So if they see you at the farmer's market over at the John R. Rice Boulevard location on Tuesday or Friday, or if they see you Saturday morning up on the square, uh, if they bring pictures of their yard that shows the barren wasteland and uh, no trees and everything, does that give you an idea of what's happening or do they need something else? No, that gives gives an idea, and uh, they have to be to understand that. For example, I know nothing about lawns, and if you ask me what to do about overseeding, you're saying you're going to say I don't know. Bushes in. <laughs> How about she she can go up to the extension office and talk to Mitchell Moat, and he exactly. is he's an expert on that. And and that's the thing. If somebody has a question, we don't know the answer to. We will tell the leave your contact information, and we'll get back with you. Out of curiosity, with a new subdivision, you don't know what that earth is. Yes, uh, you they, do. It's nothing. It's filth. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not because they've they've made it flat. They have they have they've scraped off all the topsoil, taken it out, and sold it. 
Did they do that on purpose, or did they just want it flat? Probably they want it flat. They want to get rid of everything And then they there. made some extra money on the side. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> and usually they've also clear-cut all the trees out. Yeah. Because they don't want to build around the trees. It would be so much nicer if developers would incorporate the trees that are there instead of clearing them out. Which would make a, a challenge for them. It might be yeah. a challenge. but It might cost would, a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do if everybody flattens out the grand ground, the topsoil's gone, the trees are gone? Uh, can you make that clay good again? Because it oh, is yeah. clay, probably. Yeah, you, you can always make it good again. I think that the person who has just moved into that area, before they do anything except maybe scratter some cheap grass seed around the top just to hold the soil, is to drive around, look at what there is, look through the garden magazines, and make a plan. Uh -huh. Ch check out what sunshine you've got in that yard ah, okay. and figure out their shade here in the afternoon. Ha, huh, that's a good place for my vegetables, especially if it's there's sun in the morning. If it's shady, that's a great Hostin fern garden. If it's sunny, that, that, that opens up more possibilities. Mm -hmm. And no yard is completely shady or completely sunny. So you've got areas and pockets, and each one of those areas presents a challenge, but a beautiful possibility. Here's a text from another listener, and they uh, say, speaking of challenges, I live in a rural area, and uh, my yard is as you described it, but we also have a blessing of deer who come into the area. I'll trade my squirrels for his deer. <laughs> okay. So what, what would deer do? If you, if you plant hostas, you won't have any. They will <laughs> eat every leaf, every bloom off of them. But they, you'll be their best friend. You'll be the, they'll they, come up there every, they'll visit you all the time. <laughs> and if you have a vegetable garden, mm -hmm. they, they have, they're tall. They can reach right over and help themselves to whatever's in there. So, the, and the deer around here are, are plentiful. Yes. Uh, what do are what about these other animals that we see the critters we like armadillos and uh, possums and do they do anything to yards? I don't know I, about the I armadillos, of, but yeah. the but the possums will tend to eat whatever appeals to them. Something low to the ground, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. My my problem is rabbits. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The they little cute rabbits do damage. They do look cute, don't they? They do. <laughs> well, you just plant enough for them, you know. <laughs> and and when you think about it, what do rabbits eat? Uh, carrots. I don't know. And, yeah, Bugs Bunny eats carrots, and so <laughs> we're talking vegetables and mm -hmm. lettuces yeah. and all of those things. And uh, if you're growing a garden, or if you've got hostas. I mean, they, they must be delicious. Maybe uh -huh. we should start putting those in salads because everybody <laughs> seems to think they taste good. Now, you mentioned about the second season, about to start for second season of gardening. What kind of things can we plant? The cold weather, the C-O-L-E is a German word like in coleslaw. So it's not C-O-L-D. No. Yes. C-O-L-E. Yes. yes. So that would, now what does that mean? Cold weather. Is that like cool, cold cool, crowd or something? Cool. It is cool weather. Cool, okay. We Just have a, be broccoli, turnips, turnip spinach. greens. Spinach is good. Um, 
my garden has a small microclimate, so I can actually, I, I plant carrots. Um, my herbs will hang around a little bit longer, the, the parsley, the, the cooler weather ones. I can mm -hmm. get another crop out of those. Now you say you have a microclimate. How do you do that? Because it's so shady in my backyard. It's oh. cooler in the summer, but it's a little bit warmer in the winter. I have so many trees, and they're also, um, I have evergreens. So that tends to keep it a little bit cooler and warmer, which I know I'm not so sure about the warmer making sense, but it does. So <laughs> if you had evergreens, or if you don't have anything now and you want to put mm -hmm. some evergreens out there, that could create what you have. And you wait, though. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not fast growers. I have a mix. I have taller deciduous trees and then some evergreens lower down. Do you want them far away or do you want them near the garden or what? Mine are far away. You really don't want too many trees right up against your house. The roots will wreak havoc with your foundation. Okay, so when you say far away, um, how, how far is that? Depends on your lot size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mine's right to the edge, so it's not that okay. far out. But um, yeah, they do compete for water. If you have plants in there, they compete with the trees water under there right but and they I share the that. mitochondria yes they do <laughs> you i think uh linda had said this at the beginning plan your landscaping mm -hmm. uh because once you get that tree 20 30 40 feet tall it's a little hard to move it you might yes. think oh, that's i wish it was somewhere else but. well your your new gardener might be linda and i um teach a class during our garden basics which is next march it's for beginning gardeners or, mm -hmm. you know, fairly intermediate. And uh, we talk about things to uh, gardening in this area. And one of our classes is um, landscape selection, plants yeah. and things like that. And we talk about site selection and checking your, um, your sun, checking the shade, you know, things like that, your water. You know, is that a really dry area? Because some plants will grow better in dry soil. Some don't like wet soil. So there's so many things to look at when you're planting your garden. Also, if it's a plant that requires a lot of water, mm -hmm. I think your vegetable garden with uh -huh. tomatoes and cucumbers and things, then it's got to be cl close enough that you can at least run a hose to it. A, a lot of people use uh, rain barrels. Yes. yes. Is rainwater uh, better than regular water, or is it just free water? Um, it doesn't have any chemicals in it. Okay. The plants seem to do better. Okay. I mean, With if you notice water. after a rain, everything seems to perk oh, up. Yeah. You yeah. would be out there watering it if we've had no rain in two weeks and things still look tired and, and um, not as bright as they normally do. We'll get a rainfall and then everything perks up. So what's the difference? It's, it's both water, but the rainwater has no chemicals. Now, if somebody uh, decides to have a well dug, uh, several neighbors go together uh, and share the well. Uh, is well water usually good? Because oftentimes around here, the wells are, uh, what is it, sulfur? Sulfur. Mm -hmm. So is that good or does it matter on, on plants? That, that's a question I don't know the answer <laughs> Neither <to>. do I. <laughs> <laughs> so you use one of those things you shake and it says, Yes, or maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll send that question to the say, extension office. Exactly. That's what, that's what you do with that one. Or okay. give me your contact information and I'll get back with you. <laughs> okay. uh, we have another listener with a question here. 
and they're asking how short should you cut that grass and uh, she said my yard is relatively small and i'm thinking about getting a battery powered lawnmower have you ever used one i used an electric one with a cord okay i have a battery a battery powered one and it does my whole backyard which is not not, not that huge, big not yeah. huge. i mow the weeds because no grass will grow in the shade so okay. i just keep my weeds nice and low and, and one <laughs> one charge one will charge will do it yeah in okay. answer to the question of how short should you mow it it's three, three inches. inches yes okay so that's for some reason that number was in my mind so is that that's pretty standard on all grass types mm-hmm. what with the, the purpose if it's if it's struggling to survive in the hot that's what it's working on if it's not and the taller it is the better it is it has the opportunity to grow its roots down deeper mm-hmm. which will make for a better lawn i remember my early grass mowing days i always liked it really short because I thought you could make it last longer. <laughs> you must have been a teenager at that time. <laughs> I won't even comment on that. Okay. <laughs> i tell you what, let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We will be back and continue the conversation with our master gardeners, Jennifer Salter and Linda Stevens. And remember, they will be, or master gardeners will be, not necessarily them, but somebody will be, at the uh, Tuesday and Friday mornings over at the Lane Agri-Park for the Farmer's Market. That's from 7 until noon. And they're also on the square on Saturday mornings from 8 until noon for the Main Street Marketplace. We'll be right back. Stay with us. WGNS Starfish Mornings with W270 Swap and Shop with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings, 750 to 810 on WGNS AM, FM, online. When a nasty cold keeps you up all night, (laughs) Vicks NyQuil Severe gives you powerful relief from your worst cold and flu symptoms, which changes a night that sounds like this (coughs) into a night that sounds more like this. (sighs) Ah. That's better. NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold. Medicine. Use as directed. The Labor Day event from Dell Technologies is here. End the summer strong by starting up a new season of productivity. Your business upgrade begins with up to 48% off top-rated laptops, like Vostro, taking performance to the next level with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. It's time to push your growing business even further. What's next for you? Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. By growing up in the restaurant business and being always around it, it was just something that was just second nature to me. I didn't realize the amount of work that was involved in it. I I didn't understand and appreciate all that my parents sacrificed in order to provide for us. And now I'm very thankful and and I'm very appreciative of the foundation that they laid for me so we could teach others to create what they have done to make it more of a legacy than just a passing of the torch. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. 
this is Amanda from Animal City inviting your family to come do business with my family. Don't let your dog be bored this fall. Come see us at Animal City for some of the best toys to keep them entertained and engaged. Come see us at Animal City and let our 32 years experience benefit you and your pets. Come check out our selection here at Animal City. We have freshwater, saltwater, corals, and more. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Good morning. Several THB units out here up and down I-24, especially coming past Epps Mill Road. All that traffic in and out of Coffee County where there's lots of radar up around Manchester this morning. Give yourself extra time. You're going to see more and more radar guaranteed over the next few days going into the holiday weekend. Ripley's is hiring for all 10 attractions. Log on to ripley's.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, a high in the low 90s. Northeast winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 68. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 60. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Dave Ramsey, America's most trusted money expert. The Dave Ramsey Show, live each day from 1 to 4 on WGNS Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hey, welcome back. We're talking lawns and gardens this morning. And if you have questions about your lawn or garden, maybe it's it's not looking as good as you'd like, give us a shout. Talk or text. It's up to you. 615-893-893. 1450. That's it. 615-893-1450. Master Gardeners Jennifer Salter and Linda Stevens with us this morning. And they're here to answer your questions about lawns and gardens. We're learning that uh, we're at the beginning of the time of the year. You can start putting out your cool season uh, gardens. Uh, Or as Linda said, C-O-L-E season, not C-O-L-D. Yes. And you need to get you a dictionary and find uh, the difference between those. <laughs> C-O-L-D and C-O-L-E. Coal and cold, but yeah. they're different. Okay. Well, keep in mind it's the same as in coleslaw. Coleslaw. I never think about that. Again, What? tell me how, what is, I, I know coleslaw is stuff you eat with catfish. But <laughs> <laughs> how, how does that fit the gardens? Is it that kind of? It, it's it's the same word, and it's I th- I'm ninety percent sure it m- means cold. See, it means cold. It just I think it's I think it's German. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, we'll check that. And if I'll, if somebody out there wants to correct us, they cer- certainly can that's do that. Six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. We're talking about lawns and gardens this morning. And we're talking about uh, planting yards and getting them uh, looking good. This is the time, if your yard is just a total mess, not not one that you've moved into a subdivision and has no grass, but if you've lived there for several years and it's spotchy with grass here and there, but not really uh, what you want, maybe it's a mix of all different kinds of grass, maybe you're at a point where you just need to start over. And, and this is the time of the year that you do that, uh, the, the better time. A lot of people 
My, my mistake, I always waited until spring, thinking spring is the time of new growth and everything. Not true. It depends on the type of lawn you have. Mm -hmm. If you have a cool season lawn, if you have fescue, this is a good time to start aerating the lawn. If it's patchy, take a look at it. See what, if your soil is compacted, it might be a good idea to aerate that lawn, throw some light compost on top to feed it, and then you can plant your seed a little bit later. I think can that. you buy, uh, this is a strange question, uh -huh. can you buy compost? Because you don't have time to make it right now. I mean, to make it and then put it out there. Of course, you should have yep. been making it all summer long. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> yes, you can, you can buy it by the bag, and I think places that sell bulk mulch also has bulk compost. Okay. Um, uh, uh, this, I, will, I will skip this one. This one's asking a question about nanny goats. You don't know nanny no, goats? No, we don't know anything. <laughs> okay, they're asking about the fertilizer from nanny goats in your yards. Oh, it, you have to uh, let it compost. Ah, it, so it, you don't just put it don't, out there? No, yeah, oh, no, don't, don't. It's, it's too strong. And I think that I've got a friend with goats, and I think she lets hers go two years before she uses it. Okay. So what happens if they just play around in the yard and do what? comes natural that's a smaller amount and it's okay. not going directly on your delicate plants so you're saying put it in the compost well first of all tell us what do we need to do to set up uh composting uh, there, okay. there may be one person listening who's never done that okay we first you need a designated area for it you can buy an expensive bin or you can do what I did. I ran around the neighborhood and found some old skids and took one, two, three, four of them and stuck them together. And then I started putting my leaves in, in, the, fall, in the fall in. Uh, I just pulled up a whole lot of the dry leaves from the iris. That goes in. I bought Crowder peas at the market and the shells go in. So do the tomatoes that the squirrels have eaten half of and anything else. Um, anything that's, that's green, what you don't want to put in there is waste from dogs and cats mm -hmm. or any other carnivore. But nanny goats are okay. Nanny goats are okay, which is why that's that's an important point. Um, no dairy, no yes. oils, uh, so no meat. Yeah, because that, the reason they, those things will compost, yes, but they also are going to attract things that you don't want, like rats. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, we, do you mix these up? You know, turn them over once in a while. Or? You're supposed to, yeah. except I'm under the impression that compost happens. So I just kind so of, you don't yeah. turn yours. It's, it's a lot of work. Let nature do it. Yeah. Let if they would like to see a larger uh, composting system, at Lay Niagara Park there is one there un by the pavilion. We do have one that the master gardeners uh, look after, mm -hmm. and I think there are uh, pamphlets or brochures out there talking about composting. Does it smell? No, no it does not smell. So. When composting is done properly, it does not smell. And I mentioned all the green stuff going in. What you need is a mixture of green, brown, air, and water. Mm -hmm. All those things go together. Oh, the, okay. the brown yeah. is the leaves. 
If you have shredded paper, that counts as brown? Yeah, I I have a little one at home. It's one of those barrels that you turn. Oh, okay. And okay. Um, at one point, I knew I was, it was not, it wasn't right. It was starting to smell a bit. Mm-hmm. And I realized I needed, I threw in um, some leaves and some paper. I had too much kitchen waste, hmm. too many scraps of vegetables and liquidy stuff. That did somebody tell you that was the problem or did you figure I it looked, out? I looked it up. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> the internet can be a good tool. <laughs> Now, uh, one thing we need to talk about since we're talking about the compost mm-hmm. over at the Lane Agri-Park, take a look at it when you're over there mm-hmm. tomorrow for the farmer's market, 7 in the morning until noon, and that's also a good place to talk with the master gardeners about any issues you have. Uh, something else coming to the Lane Agri-Park, yes. which is mm-hmm. uh, just around the corner. Yep, and we're really excited. On September the 10th, that's a Saturday, we have our annual grape harvest day, and it's op- free and open to the public. Uh, bring your kids, come on out, have a great time. It's from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, you'll come out to the Lane Agri-Park, uh, park your car, get out. We will have a wagon there to take you into the vineyard. So you get to ride out to the vineyard, you'd learn how to uh, harvest grapes. We collect those grapes, we bring them back to the pavilion where you can come back on the wagon. And uh, MTSU will be providing a destemmer and a crusher. So you will be able to see your grapes being destemmed and crushed. And if you bring a clean gallon jug with you, you can take home a gallon of juice. Ah, now how is that, that grape, I guess each grape tastes different. How does this taste as far as grape juice? Does it taste like grapes? It's does a, it taste like wine? What? It's a wonderful grape juice. Um, it's I, a, Chris, you made Cynthia. Cynthiana. Yes, yeah, Norton Cynthiana grapes. It's called Norton. And the Norton, when they, in Virginia, they make, mm-hmm. they, Norton wine is a big deal. Uh-huh. So um, does it taste like grapes? Or is it, it does, it's yes. not bitter? Yeah. I'm, I it made is, some wonderful jelly. Yeah. We've been testing oh. them um, for their sweetness, and they are really coming along. They're lovely. And I think in a week's time, they will be really good. So is this MTSU's fermentation department? And they're yes. going to make wine? <laughs> they bring out, yeah. They're not, gonna, they're not thinking about jelly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we think about the juice and the jelly, and we, let, we leave the wine to them. Okay. Now, <laughs> if you were going to make jelly, mm-hmm. you need the grapes, or is it the juice? How, how do you, that's you a need, dumb you, question. You need the juice. So you make the jelly mm-hmm. from the juice? Yes. How do you get it hard? I mean, jelly oh. is spreadable. It's not juice. <laughs> okay. First of all, uh, you, you use pectin, something like sure gel. Okay. If you, you can tell I'm big on making jelly. <laughs> well, well if, if, if you're a purist, if you can cook the grapes, and they have natural pectin in them. But that's for some people who really know what they're doing. Now, grapes used to be pretty much uh, a, a southern thing. Lots of them. I can remember going to a great aunt's house, and she would have the grape arbors, and they would have grapes all over them and grapes uh, around the backyard. It wasn't a big backyard, mm-hmm. uh, just average size like we have here in town. Uh, I don't see those anymore. Uh, what's, what's happened? Why do people not grow them? Have the, Has the climate changed or... Have people's interests changed? Why don't we not see grapes anymore? They they, they have them at the market. No, I mean in backyards. I know. I think maybe backyards have gotten smaller. I don't know. But this, I mean, a lot of our master gardeners grow them. 
Okay. They grow them. So people it, still it do It won't grow be them. as big. I mean, our vineyard is five long rows. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't be as big, but a lot of people do still grow uh, some grapes in their backyard. Okay. So there are still uh, grape arbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think the arbor was just about her total supply of grapes. Seems like she had a few little trellises on the sides of that. But uh, she never complained about not having enough grapes. So I don't know what she did with them. I was just a kid back then. So. <laughs> you know, well, come on out to visit ours next uh, on the September the 10th. Okay, now what <laughs> do we pruners? need to bring? <laughs> bring your pruners. Pruners, um, okay. Gloves if you have them. Uh, hat. It's always useful in this in this weather. Sunscreen, sunscreen. depending on what the weather's going to be like. Yep. You might like some insect repellent, depending on what's going on. A but bottle of water and a clean. Ju- but the two most important things are your pruners and a clean gallon jug, so okay. that you can take home that juice. And you will love that juice. Is that right? I mean, yeah. Oh, p- yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. And, and if you make jelly, you love the jelly. Linda gave me some of hers last year. I, I can't seem to make I can't seem to get it right when I make jellies. Well, you so. see, <laughs> my grapes didn't go through the juicer. Ah. I, I, I have a old cider press, and they went through that. That's just so you I took don't. your cider press out there. No, no, it's oh. just a little hand thing. I couldn't make it on the day of the harvest, so I was told there was grapes that were still there. So I went oh, okay. and got my own. Okay. And that made a difference. Uh, th- I think it was the way that I, I, I juiced them, because I probably got a whole lot more pulp in the juice than they do. And that's good for for making. For my jelly, it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and again, that's uh, September the tenth, seven um, o'clock in the morning. Seven to eleven. Yes. Uh, that's at the Lane Agri Lane Agri Park, three fifteen John R. Rice Boulevard. Now. Do these grapes have seeds? Do, do seeds, yes. are they problems? No, they, they, they have seeds, but, but they're the pretty ju- small. <laughs> the, the juicing process takes out the seeds mm-hmm. and, and the skins okay. and the stems. That's a pretty sophisticated piece of equipment, isn't it? Well. It's, it's great to watch because you, you get to go out there, harvest these grapes, mm-hmm. and then they bring them back, and you get to see them being destemmed, and you can watch them being crushed. Interesting. And we just don't provide a wading pool so you can stomp on them. Oh. <laughs> maybe we'll do that one year. Maybe, maybe we should. I have done that at a friend's house. It was fun. I bet it was. It we was, get that. We we get those that question every year. Yeah, they they had one of those old um, kitchen sinks. I guess you could like yeah. like mm-hmm. you would have in a laundry room on stands, a little ladder to get up on it, and then you'd get in it and stomp around, and it would come out the. Uh, the sitter drain. And how yeah. were your feet when you came out? They were purple. red. Purple, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Good. you have kids, this is a great day to come because uh, kids, given their height, little ones, they can get up under the bushes, the vines. Ah, okay. And those grapes like to be underneath there. And uh, if you lift, the li- lift up the vines, you can see all the beautiful clusters of grapes. Now, so the kids would enjoy it too. You could, I started to say 7 to 11, I started to say come and, and enjoy... Uh, that's on a Saturday, though. So farmers yes. markets the day before. Yes. yes. It is. Okay. You can still do some yeah. fishing there. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> I, the, the pond is f- stocked with mm-hmm. fish, and I understand it's uh, pretty good fishing. 
I have never fished there, but I, I've, no, I've seen I, people I, doing I it. I didn't know you could fish there. Yeah, you can. Uh, they've hmm. had fish in the pond for uh, several years now and encouraged fishermen. Yeah. Uh, bring oh. your kids over. Oh, you nice. do have to have a fishing license. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a TWRA stocked pool, and, um, and and it's Monday through Saturday, not on Sunday. Okay. So, If okay. people are interested in seeing a video of this, uh, of the vineyard and what the grapes look like, there is one on our Facebook page, Master Gardeners of Rutherford County TN. And, and you said a lot of your Master Gardeners raise grapes mm-hmm. yes they do so uh, are they pretty successful or somebody said that you have to wait uh, one or two seasons after you plant them before they're good uh, or were yours good the first time i don't have grapes oh you don't have <laughs> not <them>. enough okay. <laughs> sun so you, you get yours at the grocery um yep <laughs> and i go and harvest i'll be at the grape harvest and i'll be bringing home my juice <laughs> okay so this may be the time you get uh you know, excited about grapes and go out and plant some. Mm-hmm. 615-893-1450 could be your time to get excited about something. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be back and continue the conversation. Master Gardeners are with us this morning, Jennifer Salter and Linda Stevens. If you have a question, whether it's about planting grass, grapes, or whatever it is, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. What is your most challenging crop that you've ever tried to grow? Hey, I'd love to hear that one from you. 615-893-1450. We'll be back. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10. Rutherford County's place to talk. If you're looking for that perfect wedding gift, baby gift, housewarming, or you want to decorate for the holidays, please come see us. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come and shop with us for all your farm and home needs. We have what you need for your home and your lawn, garden, farm. We also have a great selection of clothing and great gift ideas. Please come see us. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. We're located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. Let's learn about Adams Place, the area's premier senior living center. We're talking with Terry Deal. Adams Place has a full calendar of events uh, in each of our different levels of care. We may be playing cards or board games of some sort. There are going to be entertainers that come in. Socialization in the dining room is a big event. It's an opportunity to get together with a number of your friends and just kind of talk about the day's events. So anytime there's an opportunity for us to be able to have a party, we're having one of some kind. What if you want to have friends over who don't live here? You really are not changing your lifestyle. You're changing your address. And if your lifestyle still includes friends coming over to play cards or to have a social event with you, it's part of your lifestyle, and we want that to continue. Selling your home, downsizing, can Adams Place help us accomplish that? We're partnered with a couple of different companies where they can come in and help you with the downsizing process itself. 
They'll help you pack. They will arrange the movers. They'll help you unpack. And then they'll help you set up the decor according to your desires. This is Terry Deal. Would like to invite you to come visit with us at Adams Place. Just give us a call. 615-904-9111. We'd love to show you around our beautiful community. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is MTSU President Sidney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM, FM, online. We are back, the final segment of our broadcast this morning, so don't let it slip away without your question getting in. Master Gardeners, Jennifer Salter and Linda Stevens with us this morning. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Hi. Hi. Hello there. Did you have Hello. a... Hi. Sounds Good like morning. you've got a friend with you there. Good. <laughs> no, I'm just in my car. Oh, okay. What can we do for you? Uh, let me turn the radio down. <laughs> okay. okay, that, that um, would be confusing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you have- uh, my question is, um, as a grandmother of nine little ones, um, I want to encourage them to garden. And I don't know how to do it other than just giving them. Okay. Let's- and they have in the past growing flowers in Pennsylvania and picking them for me when I arrived on a visit. Um, my failure as a a farmer was when I was about eight, I tried growing spinach in a totally shady spot in the yard. That's all my daddy would give me was the shady spot. <laughs> I think he knew it wouldn't grow. But um, anyway, I just, that's my comment for today. Thank you. That is a good comment. Thank you for calling. Uh, yeah. Gardening with children is one of the topics that we regularly cover. In fact, this year we have a we not this year. It started with COVID. We have a podcast series, and this is the second year for that. And this one of the podcasts is gardening with children. Share your love of gardening with a child, or learn together how does a child benefit from gardening, gardening, and learn easy to grow vegetables. That is available to listen as a podcast if you go to. Um, it's R-C-L-S-T-N, that's Rutherford County Library System, Tennessee, dot org slash Master Gardeners 2022 series. Okay. And, so, and you mentioned that my granddaughter came to the, uh, yes. the, the, the not prune, the... Uh, the grape harvest. Grape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, uh, and she enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, children, children enjoy being out being seeing the nature when when if you are a gardener if you think of the reasons that you love to garden the outdoors the wonder of nature watching things grow sampling cherry tomatoes before they walk into the house those Mm -hmm. kinds of things kids can love that too 
if they're given an opportunity with positive experiences. And one of the most marvelous things about children and gardening is if they are have a hand in growing it, they're likely to eat it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if uh, I, my feeling is if you're going to garden with a child, the first and most important thing to grow is a pot of cherry tomatoes and let them just walk around and eat them. If there's a ripe one, take it and just, you know, that's what they're for. Yep. And it, what, a, what a perfectly healthy snack for a child. And the pride that they take in having grown it themselves. Somebody said that anything that's fresh, if you eat it, just pull it off and eat it, it's better than, than it ever will be. Yeah, um, it is. The flavor is incredible, freshly. And actually, um, I love green beans right off the plant. I've never tried fresh green beans. They taste delicious. Uncooked right off the plant. Another one that's delicious raw is okra. Really? Yes. It's got a wonderful crunch. You've got the okra flavor. It's, It's not mealy. Or what is it? Slimy, I guess, as people complain about it. It's a delicious, and again, low-calorie, delicious, healthy snacks. Mm-hmm. What more can you ask for? Interesting. Uh, so, again, that date, September the 10th, and that's at uh, the Grape Harvest Day, and that's over at the Lane Agri-Park, 315 John R. Rice Boulevard, same yes. place that the uh, Farmer's same Market Same place is. as the Farmer's Market. We'll have signs out. We'll have people directing you where to park. Uh, you can't miss us. <laughs> okay. So, uh, 7 o'clock, don't be there at 9 o'clock or something. You can still come at 9. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we start at 7. Over? Yeah. Or, so, it's obvious then where you are. It's obvious where we are. We'll have signage. We'll have um, people directing you. We'll be under the pavilion. We'll take you out to the vin- to the. Uh, we'll be taking you out to the vineyard to harvest. And because there, there are a lot of grapes, mm-hmm. it, it, they will not be gone by nine o'clock. One thing too that uh, the master—I think it's the master gardeners who are doing this—you have different types of gardens all around the pond area. Yes, we do. Tell us what what different types and what can we learn by seeing those? Yeah, as you um, well as you drive in the property, we start with our perennial bed. That's at the front office area. Uh, you can see a selection of perennial plants. Then you will drive by our rain garden. And that's Which a large-size rain garden. That's that's not a typical homeowner's garden. Mm-hmm. This is a more commercial size, and it's beautiful right now. Um, you turn the corner towards the farmer's market building, and you get down there. We have a vegetable garden, and you're welcome to come and see what we have going on there. We have a butterfly garden. We are a monarch way station. Ah. So um, we get all excited when we start to see the monarch eggs or see them flitting around. And we also have... Is it that time of year? Oh, yes. So this this is when you see butterflies. Absolutely. Uh, There's been a lot of the yellow swallowtails Mm -hmm. around. But from the people who are, are really paying attention, we've got a number of master gardeners who tag butterflies. They're not... How in the world do you tag... Those are... Carefully, yes. Very, 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 very <laughs> I've seen carefully. it being done. It is incredible to watch them doing it. Do you yes. tag the wings, or they don't have feet, do they? They do tag they? the they wing. Have, they yeah, have, they do have feet. Okay, they're just very small, <laughs> but they tag the wings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have an herb garden, and that's divided into we have a medicinal section, a culinary section, and. Um, 
what is the third one? Fragrance. Uh -huh. Fragrance. Yeah. 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 So these and are the all kids herbs can that do they well. can feel the texture. They can touch things and smell them. Interesting. There's, isn't there a mushroom garden also? Um, I'm not sure how that's going, but we did have a mushroom garden. Yeah. So when is the best time to see those? Is that at the farmers market, or would that be at this grape harvest festival? Or well, the the gardens are open, so you can come by. But if you'd like to talk to us, we are typically there on a Tuesday and a Friday. Okay, so at the farmers market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, and that's tomorrow. I mean. Yeah. yeah, the farmer's market's tomorrow, and they will be out there for sure. Um, um, you know, we can give you a tour of the gardens, tell you what's going on. We're happy to do that. Now, you used to have talks at 9 o'clock. That's changed. What's, what's there now? We actually just had a talk the other day um, on Comfrey. We had that last, last week, Friday. And um, I think there will be another talk in September. I think the 16th. But they're not every? They're not every week, no. Okay. Yeah. COVID uh, slowed everything down and we're getting back into things. Gradually <laughs> getting back. Yeah. <laughs> we have about uh, 30 or 40 seconds left again before we leave you. Uh, don't forget September the 10th, the Great Harvest Days at the Lane Agri-Park. And don't forget, we're about to begin the second season of Cole, C-O-L-E, Weather, say that's Linda's gotten us all that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blame that on you for and, now. And Saturday at the Linebaugh Library at 9 a.m. is the is the class okay. where they can come and learn about it. What coal is? C O L E, <laughs> not C O A L. <laughs> well, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, it does get complicated, doesn't it? It does. Thank you for joining us this morning, Linda Stevens and Jennifer Salter, Master Gardeners. We'll see you at the Lane Agri-Park for the grape harvest, September the 10th, 7 to 11 in the morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us.